You're tuning in to The Edge Podcast. The theme of this week is fear. Before we get started, ask yourself, what am I doing right now to get the edge? Grab your scuba gear because we're diving deep on this one. So let's get started. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to another weekly episode of the Edge Podcast. How you doing today, Jacob? Bad, you? Oh, what? Oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry, that was the wrong answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing bad? No, I'm just kidding. I'm good. Okay, um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> nothing out of the ordinary. No, that's good. Uh, like, how's your last week been? I know uh, we haven't really, like, talked that much over the past week, so... Yeah, um, it was like kind of a weird week last week for me. Um, had just like a weird incident with a cold caller and uh, kind of like threw me off for a little bit. And uh, yeah, just uh, kind of been, I guess, in a mood for the last couple of weeks. But, uh, you know. Is that just because of like <coughs> this cold caller situation? Or yeah, like? it just like threw me off. Um, and then like, I don't know, like it's kind of like getting to a point where I'm like little things are kind of annoying me um like calling the same people and like them not answering <laughs> the worst thing is when you set up a call and they don't answer like for me uh, i know i've prefaced it before but a lot of the time like now i just text people and set up times over text um if i can't get a hold of them and it's worked really well but when people like don't answer that specific time it, it just like i don't know why it bugs me like i i mean i can't expect everyone to answer the phone but when they don't answer it it's just I don't know like for me it's like a little bit of like a lack of respect of like my time too because yeah. like we've set aside like a, a time at like 10 a.m i told you i was putting it in my calendar like i would assume obviously like you shouldn't always assume but i would assume that they put it in their calendar as well so like when they don't answer it's like oh well like this freaking sucks now like i have nothing to do for 20 minutes until my next call because like i scheduled someone 20 minutes from now so well i have this one person that's uh I mean, that's like obviously really frustrating, but this is like, I, I don't know. There's something about this. That's like a slap in the face, but every now and then they'll pick up like they're, they're kind of, they've, uh, they've been tinkering on whether or not they're going to get a quote or whatever. They're waiting for like mortgage reapproval or something like that. And I did a quote for them last year too. So, um, they're pretty serious. And, uh, so I, every now and then they'll answer and they'll like give me an update, but usually they won't answer and I'll leave a voicemail, but this is the big one. I send it whenever I text this woman, she has her red receipts on and she reads it within five minutes of me sending it and doesn't reply. And That's it's like, worse. it's like, <laughs> come on, like literally just take two seconds. Like it's just, is it's it just a, for scheduling like a, a quote or yeah like yeah, I'm, just, okay. I'm just looking for an update because like if they schedule a quote they're gonna book that's kind of what it what it is because i did the quote for them last year they know around where it's gonna be like is that like, the stucco drum or was that a different no, job no, oh, okay it's wood siding um but it's like <clears throat> it's just like really frustrating like it's like just update me like you know like just stop reading like just you you know i mm -hmm. want you to just tell me what's going on like <laughs> 
Yeah. I yeah. Know. That's pretty frustrating. Yeah. So it's like little things like that have just been bothering me, but you know, huh? Yeah. I had like a client last week who, um, I set up a time with him and he didn't answer. So like I actually had like a call I didn't set up between that one and the other one. So I like called someone else and he called me back like a minute later, but I was already on another call with someone. And this guy I've been trying to get a hold of for like three months. I got his lead like the very start of January and I've never been able to like catch him. And he called me back and I was like, I honestly was like, cause his job is like pretty juicy and he's pretty serious about it. It's just like, we can never get on the phone together. And I was like, almost going to hang up the phone with the person I was on the phone with and then answer his, but I decided not to, cause that'd be pretty disrespectful. So. <laughs> okay. Well, here's, here's an even better one. Last weekend, this person, now this is the stucco job that you asked about just now. I've been trying to get a hold of them. So I, I got a hold of the woman in January. She's told me husband's the guy to talk to. Here's his number. I've okay. been calling this guy one to two times a week for the last four months. <laughs> like no, no word of lie. He doesn't answer. And I have him in my phone because I, you know, like I call him so often. I figure I might as well just put him in my phone so it's easy. Well, his name popped up on my phone on Saturday morning. And I'm like, no way. Like, <laughs> and I pick up and I'm like, hey, Mike, uh, how's it going? And he goes, oh, sorry, I dialed the wrong number and just hangs up. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I was just like, I was like, what? Like, <laughs> He's like, oh shit, he answered. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, nice. It was so funny enough. I dialed him back on, uh, on Tuesday and he actually picked up for the first time in like months. And he like, he was like, yeah, I think I accidentally dialed you there on, on, uh, Saturday there. But, uh, then they gave me an update. So that was like nice to finally get a hold of him. But so for us, things like that have just been like, that's, that's so tough. So annoying. So like, what are they doing? Like, are they, well, so I don't know. Like, the guy was super ambiguous. He was like, he was like, yeah, like we might, uh, we're just trying to figure out like, uh, if we're going to do it all or just, you know, not like whatever. And I was like, okay. So he's, he said, he's going to let me know by the end of this week, but I mean, we'll see. Like, I mean, it's been a year in counting, yeah, so it's, we'll it's see. been over a year and they've been on and off with me. So yeah, one that's, day, that's very frustrating. <laughs> one day I'll paint their house, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Well, that, that's pretty frustrating. Like it's definitely kind of like that time where it starts to get a little uh, frustrating when people don't answer because you're really trying to like gear up for the summer, right? So you're trying to like be super organized, get your stuff in place. Obviously, you get as much work as you can before you have to take on this massive load of other responsibilities. So, yeah, like I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I mean, we talked about it last week, but it's definitely a big time of the year. And uh, I'm excited. Um, like I find every task that I that I complete definitely makes me more and more excited for for production to start like you know the other day i, I completed like all my production planners fantastic and, yeah. uh, you know it was just like super exciting you know had my production setup meeting with my manager um my production manager super exciting like he's fired up i'm fired up we're all fired up like yeah that's awesome <laughs> it's definitely exciting <laughs> it's an exciting time of the year but it's it's uh you know busy time of year too and uh, and i think emotions can you know at this point because i mean uh, you know probably starting to feel the pressure a bit especially like you know being booked higher than i ever have been at this time is like a decent amount of pressure right like it's like uh yeah you're booked i mean you're booked at like 150 i'm just shy of 100 it's like 
that's so many people that we've made promises to that we now have to deliver on. So it's like a little bit of pressure kind of there. You know, of course, know yeah. Um, obviously, that, that hopefully drives you to, to produce a good product. But well, it's scary, too, because like you have more projects than ever before. So like even though like you've done this lots and you've done lots of projects, just having more than you have before. I don't know why it adds like a level of stress, but it's like, OK, like never had this many projects to have to like schedule or promise people or like this many uh, painters to obviously organize or this many production planners to write or like all this little stuff. It definitely like adds up. Yeah. So, yeah. That's fair. Well, and, um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad I don't have a lot of this, but, uh, I was talking to a franchisee the other day and he said one of the, one of the things that's stressing him out is, uh, he has like quite a bit of work booked, but not only that, but all the, people that he has booked in for may are like very very solid on their times like they need to have it done on this date and this oh date. yeah yeah okay and so he's pretty stressed about that and i was like totally like that. that's stressful. that's that that can definitely like even just having one person that's like that can be stressful let alone like multiple well i have uh i think out of all the work i've booked uh only like four of them are specific times yeah um but one of them stresses me out because it's a fence and she wants it done by like may 10th and like generally, like we still see May, like snow um, in late April, so I'm really stressed about like if the weather's gonna play out in our favor. Cause um, she's like a very nice woman, but she also seems like one of those people that if she doesn't get like what she wants, um, she can turn like a little more sour. Um, yeah, lives in a really big house, like really nice stuff. Um, she was very very like sweet, but. Um, I tried to set the expectation as best as I could is like, like if the weather's permitting us to do so, like if it keeps up the way it is like 16 degrees every day, like maybe some snow or rain here and there, um, might be doable for sure, um, to get it done by then. But you know, if like, if we see snow or a lot of rain in April, like, I don't know. <clears throat> and she was like, well, I want it done before May 10th because we're having like a, some kind of get together with family coming into town. And I mean, it's going to be like a huge thing for her, I guess. So yeah, it's hard when like you're trying to make these promises um, that are like just air right now. Like they're like absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, you know, it is what it is, and <laughs> you got to truck through it. Uh, but but it's definitely, um, I guess it's like two sides of the coin. Like it's like you want to be both super high, but also like you know, like that's it's a lot to deliver on, and uh, you know, you, you definitely have to perform in order to make sure that you deliver on those things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's about it. <laughs> how's, how's your last week been? <clears throat> it's been good. Um, booking percentage has kind of started to go up a little bit more. Um, I've been working really hard again on my first calls. Like, I think I was lacking on them a little bit. Like, I think I was getting a bit too comfortable. It's like, it just creeps in, you know? Um, so... I've been working hard on like really setting the expectations of like wanting a decision and not letting people kind of push it off. Um, and like just asking them twice, like, so like, is that something you think you could decide on this day or should we move it to another day kind of thing? And it's been working like pretty well. <clears throat> Obviously, like you're going to have some people who like are shocked at the price and like need to think about it. But for the most part, like it's definitely been better. Uh, last week, I was a little fortunate, like I went in for a big quote and uh, they were pretty serious about it, but they're like, oh, well, like if we get a rental property painted as well, like, can we get a discount on this? And I was like, well, yeah, sure. Of course. <laughs> um, 
so I booked like their house, which was a pretty large project. It was like eight grand or something. And then their rental property was like three grand. So I like, I wasn't even expecting to have any other quotes that week. And, and then obviously like, because I was able to, I just quoted their rental property, like a little higher than I normally would. Um, not, not anything crazy, but enough to like knock off a hundred bucks there. And then, um, their normal house, like I knew I wasn't going to use quite as much product as was quoted. So I was able to kind of knock out a couple gallons, um, on that product. So they were happy. Um, and, and obviously like I booked some work, so that was really cool. Um, but yeah, outside of that, like definitely felt like my school kind of crept into my business this week quite a bit because we had our big final project due this week. So I wasn't able to stay like on top of scheduling quotes and like getting all the first calls in that I needed. And I like had to work really hard at the start of this week just to be able to get enough quotes to like make the week kind of reasonable. So that was pretty stressful. And like even now, like I don't have a lot of quotes set up for next week. So just kind of trying to stay on top of things is something that's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of like, I'm in the same position. Like I said, with that situation, like with my cold call, it's just been weird. Um, you know, and haven't, haven't gotten the same amount of leads that I have been, uh, in the past week. I'm definitely need to turn that around pretty quick, but, uh, yeah, I'm kind of in the same position. Like I don't have as many quotes as I'd like for next week at the moment. Um, so yeah, it, it can definitely be a little, little freaky. Cause like obviously the last month, uh, for, for us both has been a pretty great month. Um, actually speaking of booking percentage since that, uh, I was looking at it the other day, and since that week where I went 0 for 9, yeah. I've had a 64 or 65% booking percentage, so, like, since then. So, like, a 20-something percent increase. 30. 30, wow. So that's <laughs> yeah, fantastic. I was, at, I was sitting at, well, yeah, I mean, overall, yeah, like, it's 20%, but, uh, yeah. like, I'm just talking from that date on, it's okay. been 60, 64%. That's really which, good, yeah. Yeah, like, it, like, has improved a lot, so pretty happy with that, but, yeah, um, definitely need like a, not having estimates scheduled for like the following week is always that's not where you want to be yeah because like usually when you start the week like i would say probably by tuesday you're you're pretty confidently knowing how many quotes you're going to have for that week unless you're able to set a couple up like on that day but um for the most part like you kind of want to start like planning in advance and that's kind of like what we do i guess right we uh we try and book things for like the next week so that we're like properly setting them up and um yeah so like well, you it, have to account for cancellations too yeah exactly yeah so that's something that's kind of been like stressing me out but same thing with leads like last week i think our team like did like 30 hours of cold calling and we only got like 11 leads or something which is a terrible conversion um i got a couple of web leads but a couple of them weren't that serious a couple just like wanted a quote a couple people weren't really in a position to do it until like July. So like I'm having to move the quotes a little bit later. Um, so overall, I think that kind of like reflected in the amount of quotes I have this week, just because of the amount and the quality of leads. Um, Cause that's a really important factor. Like, I mean, you could get, you could get 30 leads in a week, but if only like nine of them are quality leads, um, that's something to say too. So yeah, it's just, I'm going to have to start doing a lot more of the other things like, uh, social media posting, you know, like updating ads on Facebook pages, um, putting stuff on Instagram, you know, trying to source out referrals from like my mom's network or other friends' networks. Uh, I think I'm going to send out a big batch of money letters this week as well, just to try and like buff up business a little bit because like right now by 
probably like mid next week, I will have cold called my entire area twice. So I don't really know what else to do in regards to cold calling. I think I'm going to have to stop for like a month and then kind of start it up again uh, and kind of just try and like flood the neighborhood with like flyers and lawn signs and stuff, just like for a different medium of like catching their attention. But yeah, like just drumming up more leads is going to be important because I want to like obviously stay super ahead of my schedule instead of like trying to chase quotes down and like book them Wednesday for like Friday. Like that's, it's not, it's just not going to work very well. So yeah. Well, and it's also like, like it's definitely like a peace of mind. Like when you've got your whole week week booked on Monday and you're just strictly scheduling for next week, it's just like so, so easy. Cause it's just like, you know, there, there's no stress of like, okay, like I need to do this this week. Um, so yeah, definitely. But, um, so, I mean, we were talking about this before the podcast, but <clears throat> kind of topic for the week, I think, uh, is a good one. But like in the past years, um, we were kind of talking about how fear kind of drives us. Um, like of all things and, uh, and how it can either be an obstacle or, uh, like a tool for a tool. success. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, for, for you and your first three years, uh, what was that fear for you? Like what, uh, did it, was it like painters or was it uh, personal stuff or I would say like the biggest thing for me, um, over the course of all of my summers, but particularly like my first year, um, was that like I knew when hiring people like I had like a responsibility to keep them busy you know like they've entrusted a lot of faith in me working for me so the fear of like always ensuring that they were going to have work and like they were going to hit their goal for the summer was something that really pushed me um, obviously like I want to make money but I think at the like the very first touch point for me was like being worried that my painters weren't going to work like whenever I had it like didn't have a day for them I felt like really bad because like my first year I didn't really employ cold calling because I didn't have money to like do that. So I was like pretty like frugal with the way that I spent the money that I did. Um, So the fear of like not having work for them was huge for me. It pushed me to like work like definitely harder than I probably would have. But also kind of like a fear of failure. Like I know I've mentioned it before, but I didn't book like a quote for quite a few quotes. It was like 20 quotes or something until I booked my first one. Um, so that was like a huge thing for me that pushed me. I was like, okay, like this has got to work. Um, and that kind of like just pushed me as like, I didn't want to fail and I didn't want to like make no money for the summer. So that kind of just pushed me to try and like work harder and more hours and all this stuff. And again, like even up to this year, like I'm sure I'll definitely pass my quotes this year. I kind of have to, to be able to do the goal that I have. But in the last three years, I like have never done as many quotes or probably nearly as much cold calling myself. So that was something that like really pushed me and it was actually like used as a tool for sure. Um, probably pushed me in like unhealthy ways, like in regards to the way that I was eating and the amount of hours I was working. Maybe like I wasn't getting as much sleep as I probably should have. Like the mindset of stress definitely like crept in as the summer went along. But overall, I don't think it like crippled me by any way. Like it actually kind of just continued to push me up until September. And, you know, like when September came around, um, I like looked back and I was like, holy crap that was a lot of work but like look what i have to show for it kind of thing yeah that's uh i mean mean, that's all great um obviously you've seen like a decent amount of success in your first three years but um i think like i i think fear is a, a pretty powerful thing like it can uh you know it it can either stand in front of you or it can push you right 
And uh, really, if you can figure out a way to get whatever whatever you're scared of to drive you from behind rather than stand as an obstacle in front of you, like, you, I mean, I feel like you're going to do a lot better, you know, because it's like, it's kind of like uh, you you have a reason to do it, you know, like if you don't have, like, like if you wake up and you, and you don't have like a reason to go work, you're just doing it, whatever, like money is good, but it's not... I mean, once you make it, you're not like, I don't know about you, but I find like I'm more, less and less motivated by money. Like, you know, like it's, you obviously like need to make money and like you have goals, yeah, financial goals. And like you, you have an idea of like how much you want to make so that you can do what you want to do with it. But I, I, I definitely agree that like money is definitely not like the first thing that drives me. It's, it's more like. I want to do a great job. I, you know, I want to represent the company well. I want to like have a lot of work for my employees, um, and I just like want to improve my skills personally. I think that's like the big thing for me. Uh, money is definitely like something that is a great um, secondary, I guess I could say. But I wouldn't say it's like my main motivator. No. Each day I wake up. No, like for for me, uh, like like I think about like two, well, three years ago. Two, two, three years ago would have maybe like, no, three years ago <laughs> would have maybe like 18. Um, I like, if, if you had told me, Hey, I need you to come help me for today. Uh, I mean, I'm going to, I can give you like a hundred dollars if you come help me do this, whatever it is. Yeah. That would have been it. You, you wouldn't have had to say much more. Um, and, and, and that's what I mean by like money being less and less motivating as I get older. Cause now a hundred bucks is like, yeah, like, you know, it's, it's, it's not like, like I actually have to want to do something, <laughs> you know, money's usually not the main motivator. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, like you said, you have financial goals, like there's uh there's definitely like, especially cause we both moved out, you obviously bought a house, so you've taken on a lot more responsibility, but uh, I mean, just for myself, like, you know, living on my own, supporting myself and, uh, and a decent part portion of, of, uh, of my girlfriend's living expenses, it's definitely like pressures on, you know, cause I, I can't, it's, if, if I, if I fail, like I'm not just letting myself down, I'm also going to be letting her down, you know? Um, and even like the pressure of, uh, like, yeah, you know, I, I could probably, you know, ultimately if I was in a real bad spot, like my mom would help me out. But like, I feel like, I don't know if you have this, but I feel like I've built this, like image of of me in my mom's head and for me to go to her and ask for help if i needed it would just be shattering that you know and that's kind of freaky to me too well yeah that, that i guess that's kind of like your obstacle right that would be like your obstacle that you don't want to have to do yeah i would never want to have to like ask <laughs> I, I don't want to do that you know i uh, mean like the thing is though like your, your parents are obviously going to be always there to support you that could definitely be like a motivator for you though like you never want to be in a situation where like you need to now that you've taken on this like whole new um aspect of independence it's it's probably something that like makes you feel like you're not independent if you have to like rely on someone else because like you've worked hard and like you've been able to establish yourself as someone who can support themselves yeah exactly so yeah i guess like the more you earn the the more you have to lose <laughs> really <Yes. laughs> uh the, the more independence you earn, the, the more you like, really, that's just, you're taking on more liability, <laughs> you know, like, uh, 
and, and again, we were talking about that before too, but like, um, just like you, I think you were saying you got a lot of projects around your house that you just bought that you want to get done this year. So it's like, you have to make like, really your, uh, what would you call it? Like your cusp for what you, what would satisfy you for earnings wise is quite a bit higher than mine, like by about 30 grand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bit, you know, more, I guess, if you account for taxes. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, like, I, I guess I didn't thought of that, you know, um, until, until like today. Well, it's just different goals, like in what you want to do with what you're making. So like for me, when I bought this house, like it, it's pretty good. Like there's not a lot of stuff to do around here, but there's a lot of personal things that like I've decided that I want to do <laughs> since I moved in. Like I want to lay like a three car tarmac on the front of my house. That's going to cost like five to seven grand. I want to put like a really like nice composite fence in and a deck in, and that's going to cost like probably 10 grand. Uh, I know this is all like future investments for the house. Like, and I know I'll, I'll get some value out of it, but these are all expenses that I didn't a hundred percent expect to do. Like I didn't definitely expect to put a tarmac in, <laughs> but that's something that like I, I kind of want to do now. Cause just for, for safety, privacy, stuff like that, just for our vehicles, I think it'd be good. Um, so yeah, like just my earning potential has like a different type of stress on me, obviously than you. Cause, um, yeah, just wanting to do those extra projects means I just need to like make more money. So like, um, like we talked about like living below your means, but like if you, you can live below your means if you just make more money and <laughs> able to kind of afford those things. So that's, that's just like a motivator for me this year is like, I know like this amount of money now is going to go towards my house. And like, I really want to do that. It's definitely not like an all in one year kind of project. Um, but like it could be if I really wanted it to be. So the fear of like not being able to have everything that I want in my house, I guess is going to be like something that pushes me to like maybe work that extra month in September or something to be able to afford all those small things, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah completely yeah no that because yeah convincing yourself to do a little bit more work in september is pretty tough after a long summer <laughs> but uh <clears throat> yeah i mean just just having uh like i guess it just gives you a reason and i think you know if like i know some guys can do it just like be blindly consistent <laughs> um i'm not really sure how but like like i definitely uh i i, I kind of and maybe this is like a story I tell myself, but I need like things to look forward to personally. Um, and like, I guess, you know, it's, it's funny cause we don't have them. Like last year it was buying that truck. Right. Um, that was like a big thing for me. Yeah. Like the fear of not making enough money to buy the truck when I've been talking about it for so long was like a decent, decent enough one to kick my ass in gear a lot of days, you know? Yeah. Um, well, it's like remembering your why at the start of the summer. Like we always, start the summer and it's like, I want to make this much and this is why, and this is how I'm going to do it as like the preseason and summer roll around though. Like a lot of the times your mind is on how much work you're putting in, how much money you're spending, like your painters, like how's production going, you know, like I need more projects, all this other, all these things. Like I want personal time. You sometimes like that why of like why you actually started it and why you actually need to make the money that you do for the summer, whether it's school or personal, or if you want to travel, like there's always a reason for people um, when we start this. And I think it's just like really like reflecting back to like, what's the purpose behind why I want to make this and like, how's that going to be a tool for me rather than something that's going to actually stop me from being able to do it. Cause like 
I think a lot of people get scared about failing. Like, and I think the funniest thing is like, we're all business owners and student works, but a lot of us feel like we, I feel, um, I guess this might not be everyone, but I feel like a lot of people like don't want to let their district manager down, even though they're just, they're a business consultant. They're just helping you get to where you need to be. But I definitely know in my first couple of years, if I had like a bad week or like didn't hit my goals or whatever it was for like a certain period of time, I'd have to like make up an excuse or something in my head of like why it happened because like I was scared of letting my district manager down. But yeah. Yeah. It's like at the end of the day, it's your business, right? (laughs) Yeah. um, Just like, yeah. Harnessing the fear that maybe you have and, and using it like to actually push yourself instead of like put like a wall in front of you as to like why you can't complete something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it, I mean, <clears throat> some people even uh, go as far as like putting putting stuff up around their house that says like you can't do this. <laughs> some people's brains work like that, um, but I think like or, I, or not doing I, something. I know someone uh, who put stickies all around his house last year to not do something. I'm not going to mention like what it was, but uh, he like was really trying to like make sure that he didn't do something. Um, and that was something that just reminded him every day, like just to like stop and like not do something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of like, uh, I was, I was talking to a guy at the gym about this and I uh, used to play hockey with him and we were doing like a tough workout, like we were just r- running through the ringer and, uh, and I was like, I was like, man, like at, at the end of it, like I was so sore, like I was like ready to like just fall over, you know, I was like on Neptune, just dazed, couldn't. And I was like, I, I turned to him and, uh, and I was like, fuck man, like, why are we doing this? Like, we're not even playing anymore. Like, I don't have to be in this good of shape. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's like literally no reason. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just like but but i i thought about it further and uh and it's just like how you do anything is how you do everything and uh and if i stopped like you know doing that in the gym for me it would probably reflect in other areas of my life you know um i know that like the gym the gym for me is a really easy one because it's like a consistency thing but if i don't show up to the gym one day um it makes it a lot easier to not go cold calling the next day as well you know, Definitely. and like it kind of affects everything. So if I don't bring the same intensity and the same excitement to the workout, it might affect like my estimates or, or my interviews or whatever. So, um, but it's just funny because sometimes I forget that, you know, and maybe that's been like the last week for me. I've kind of like lost track of that. Like, why am I doing this? Because like I said, I've just been in a mood for the last week. And Yeah. And it's like, it's all about mindset, right? Like, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, just like really not letting it affect your future weeks, not letting it like be brought into other aspects of your business. So that might be something just or to your like, life. Yeah. Cause that's, that's, uh, it's been affecting my business, but it's also been affecting like my life, you know, like I've just been like off like personally for, for the last couple of weeks. So yeah. Like just with like people or like, like your, yeah. your parents or just, just everything. Everybody, like I don't want to talk like, I just don't want to talk to people like recently, um, which obviously is tough when my whole job is talking to people. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it becomes difficult because like, I, I definitely know when I get like in a mood, 
and I know that I'm supposed to be doing something, it just makes me really not want to do it. Like the other day, um, I was really stressed out with school because we were, our group is very like organized this year, which is something that I've not really been used to. And they wanted everything done like five days before it was even due. But like I'd planned to do it on Sunday, which was three days before it was due. Uh, Cause that's just wor- worked with my schedule. But like they decided in the group chat five days early and I obviously didn't have it done. And they were all kind of like waiting on me cause they were trying to put like a final document together. And I was like, well just do it all minus my portion. Like this is when I've done it. And uh, the one girl who's who's kind of like more of like a lead in the group, I guess. Like, I definitely didn't take a lead in this group just because of how much I'm trying to do in my business. Um, usually I do, but uh, she reached out and she was just like, well, like, we need you to get it done. And like, we need it done by like tonight at six. And I kind of like just snapped on her. I was like, well, you know, like, I know you're like, you're a student and you've uh, got all these classes and stuff, but like, I have that. And then on top of that, I just like moved into a new house. So I've been like trying to get everything done with, with the house And on top of that, I also like run my own company. So I have like a lot of like things on the go. And like when I schedule it, like that's when I can actually do it. So you're going to have to wait till Sunday. And um, I like sent her a couple things so she could get started on this little section. But yeah, it's just like when you have stress in other areas of your life, it's like really hard to like not let those creep into other sections. Yeah. Well, and I mean, sometimes it's like comes in the form of ego too like it's like uh 100 kind of like that right there like it's like <clears throat> it doesn't matter who you are and what your problems are everybody thinks their problems are like the toughest ones in the world <laughs> right like and so uh like i know like whenever i get stressed and somebody else talks to me about their problems i i definitely it happens to me where i'm just like man whatever like your problems aren't that big like shut up kind yeah of thing. yeah and, uh, and and i you know i run a business and i got way bigger problems than you you know it's just like that can definitely creep in but uh so yeah it's i think that's uh that's definitely something that's been i, I need to correct it fast like that's the thing with the with our job is you can't really afford to get into a funk for too long um because it really snowballs pretty quick. Right? Well, like, yeah, and taking, like, even, like, a, just a refresher day, even if you, like, work in the morning and you need, like, the afternoon off, just to, like, kind of, like, have a mental, like, relaxed day, just clear your mind, uh, think about kind of what's been bothering you, and then, like, the next morning just go back at it. I find, like, that helps me a lot, especially during the summer, like, when I'm uh, running all my crews. Like, sometimes, like, things get stressful, and... You know, like all this other thing, all these other things like uh, f- fear of like not booking work or like I'm sitting on a Wednesday and I have like one quote on Saturday and I know I run out of work in two weeks. Like that is huge scare for me. So sometimes just kind of like sitting back and actually giving yourself a day to just relax and then like get back to it and like actually like just have have that time to be in your f- mood or whatever. And then like just being able to like go back into it with a fresh mindset the next day, like it, it definitely helps me. Yeah, well, I think I think ending the day right on those on those kinds of days where you have tough days is is important, so that you can wake up on the right side of the right side of the bed the next day. But uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> whether it's a day, whether it's a couple hours, w- whatever, like you kind of need, it's definitely important to to reset and sometimes even like slow things down a bit. Um, like if you're running three crews and one of them really sucks, but like, you know, you supposedly need that third crew, you know, even if they're so like super bad, cause like you need to produce a lot taking, you know, even, even a week of firing them and slowing things down a little bit 
so that you can recuperate and, and hire a couple new, like way better people can just make your summer so much better, you know, and, and way less stressful. Like, I think, yeah, like I think too often, um, people feel like they need someone for their business. Like we hear it a lot, um, closer to the end of the summer usually, but of franchise owners who had like terrible painters and they knew they were terrible, but they felt like they needed to keep them around. Cause like they needed them. It's like, I've like met many people who like buy the painter and work themselves for two weeks until like the, whatever, like the person that they've hired um, is able to start and like has been trained and stuff. And a, like they're going to make more money on those projects. They're not going to lose the profit due to like poor work or like slow work, but also like they're, they're doing something good for their business and like not just forcing something because like they think they need it, but just like, yeah, stepping back, slowing it down a little bit, you know, like obviously you're not going to get nearly as much done, but, um, for I that think, week, like yeah, it's temporary, exactly. but it's, it's, it's a sort of temporary pain, you know, so that you can have an easier run in the long run. Right. Like, um, but I mean, <clears throat> again, like, you know, fear, you know, that's, that's another example of fear getting in people's way. Like, they're scared that if they fire that, you know, that peep, that, that person or that crew or whatever, that's, they're going to have a way harder time, but and I mean, you got to make the hard decision sometimes. Yeah. And like firing someone doesn't have to be terrible. I know like before we started recording, uh, we were talking about a couple people that we had to let go, unfortunately. And, you know, like not burning your bridges could be like really good. Like just respectfully saying like, Hey, I don't think this is the best for you. Or, um, it's obviously like not working out between us and like not letting, uh, like your ego play into it of like, Hey, like I need really great painters. It's like just being honest and open. And, um, I definitely think that's important as well in that process. Um, just cause like you never know, like when you're going to cross paths with that person again. For sure. Yeah. You know? Uh, there's very few instances where you <laughs> like should totally burn a bridge, but yeah, like you never know. I mean, it could be 10 years from now. They could be in a position to help you, you know? Um, definitely. Yeah. Make sure that that, is still a, a, a an, an okay relationship that you can have later on because it is a small world i mean you bump into people all the time it's like weird you know where where you know them from so well it's funny like in my class the other day uh we were working with a client for like a fitness like home gym thing and he was on our call obviously to listen to our projects and like kind of what we're recommending for his company um, but also we had a director from calgary economic development on the call as well as alberta innovates and one of the people that he went to class with in university, um, like this business owner, was actually like the head chair of uh, Alberta Innovates. So like, it was so funny when they got on the call and he's like, oh my goodness, like, nice to see you. And it's like, it's just such a small world. Like he moved to like the States or something and that's kind of where he started his business and then came back here. But like now, like they're on the same call through Mount Royal University for like a student project on his his new business. Like it's just it's such a small world. So, yeah, I think that's super important. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you hear about it all the time. Like even uh, um, the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. <clears throat> I know a lot of those guys on there have said like, "Oh man, like even a client I had, you know, like five years later, I ran into them and." at this uh, job fair convention or whatever. And, and they were like, oh man, we got to hire this kid because it didn't even matter his experience or his degree or whatever. Like they just wanted to hire him simply because they saw his work with, with uh, the, the painting company and they saw how he conducted himself. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's like, 
the weirdest things will come back to you, you know, and, and it could be five years from now, it could be 10, but, uh, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what do you think that you're going to do in the next couple of days to like, um, get back into like a good mindset and, and start positively turning everything upwards? Well, I think, uh, I, I think the biggest thing is like when you start getting into that kind of uh shitty, uh, head like frame of mind, it's, uh, what happens is you start skipping things or you start like not making that extra call or, or not do, like uh, not emailing that person or taking an extra day to get back to somebody or whatever. It's like just little things like that. And uh, I, I think that's first and foremost. I just need to get back in that habit because um, that's definitely something I've been kind of allowing to, to creep into my life and my business. But uh I think like I, I I'm I'm not really sure like other than that like I think just getting back into the routine is the key you know um have you been like, like writing out a schedule for yourself like yeah because okay because I know like for me one week that really slipped for me um is because I didn't actually like schedule my week like you know I was just kind of doing things when I figured they would be best to be done and I always feel like it's uh way easier to to like stay organized stay positive know exactly kind of what's coming up when like monday morning you know what your week looks like outside of obviously maybe a couple quotes that you set up but you have like a very good idea of what your week looks like and it like helps you stay like in a good routine yeah that's that's exactly because uh, because i think the key is like i've just kind of broken my routine and uh um you know i i think i just need to kind of relax uh a little bit and like not physically like I don't think I need rest but I think I just need to relax my mind a little bit more and uh not like because obviously that the less you do the more stressed you become um but I think yeah I, I think it's just going to be getting back into the routine and uh and, and really like getting back into that consistency and um you know I think I think I need to really schedule a, qu- a few quotes for next week and uh you know I think I'll start feeling a little better and a little more organized um but yeah, I mean, it hasn't been an unproductive couple of weeks. Like it's not even that. For yeah. Me. You've been it's, booking lots of work. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, like just my mind, <laughs> like I just haven't been, uh, I haven't been the best version of myself, like to, uh, the people in my life and of course to my business. So, yeah. And that, I mean that again, like it reflects in everything that you're doing. Like, uh, even though you book lots of work, like imagine, um, if you could potentially have booked that extra project, you know, being in like a super positive mindset, like, and and with us, with like a big goal, like we're doing, like every job that you book just kind of settles your mind, like just a little bit, you know, like, and it's like, okay, that's another three days of work for my painters or like, all right, well, like that's another like step in the right direction. Cause you know, um, all of those things matter or like getting applications. Like that's another person on my team that I feel confident in. Um, yeah, and right now is like a very stressful time because we've talked about it about a month ago. Like at this point now, we're kind of like a week out from where you really want to have your team solidified, like for the most part, um, because like you need to start like making sure their safety courses are done, their painters tests are completed, you know, they're ready to go for the summer. You know when they're starting, you know when they're like able to finish for the summer, like kind of breaking down the summer income goal worksheets with people. Um, it's kind of like really crunch time to be that extra level of organized. Do you feel like maybe, cause I know like 
with your painter situation, you don't have like a full team hired right now like you would really hope to. Do you think that that's kind of like a fear that's holding you back in some type of way? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, you know, having a good team behind you just gives you so much more confidence. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that could be part of it, but I, 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 uh, only reason I ask is cause like my second year, I didn't have my full team hired by like me. And it was like the biggest stress for me. I was like, how the like hell am I going to produce all my work? And that like, until I actually had all of my people hired, like I was like really stressed because like I had made all these promises to clients like, Hey, we're going to get it done in May. And then I only have like one, like one and a half crews. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to have to like move it to June. And like all that feedback from people like that, like was a huge stress on me. So like, that's kind of why I ask. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, every day that uh, (laughs) goes by that you don't have your full team definitely gets a little more worrisome, especially because even if I was to hire like everybody within the next couple of weeks, it's still like, it's not as big of a window to, to get the things done that you need to do. So it's like, just that much more like you're crunching that much more into a smaller time frame. Yeah. So, yeah. That could definitely play a part of it. Um, you know, I like, I, I think overall, like, you, you know, and like consistently like things, not that things haven't been going my way. It's just like, you know, like I said, little things start to get to me more, you know, like I, I called someone the other day to offer them a job. And it was like the fourth time in the last two weeks that I've called somebody to offer them a job and they've turned me down. Like <laughs> that doesn't happen very, not turn me down cause they didn't like me, but like turn me down cause of, you know, they got another opportunity, you know, one person uh, was applying from Saskatchewan and they decided they're going to stay in Saskatchewan. Like, it's like, yeah, like it's just frustrating. And it's just like, at, it's getting to the point where I hear it and I'm just like, okay, like, it's kind of like Excellent. when you hear no's like in your 0 for 9 quote week, right? Like yeah. hearing no from people or like hearing we'll have to think about it. Like it just, it's just, it's a mindset thing. Like it really, yeah. it starts to eat away at you slowly like, and it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, that could definitely be a part of it. I think, I think uh, like, like we talked about it last week, but it's definitely like, it's like kind of crunch time for us right now. And it's a, it's a very important month. So I guess like feeling the pressure um and like feeling that fear of failing like this year is definitely there um creeps in a lot at this point in the year well and once you start actually producing the work you know once you feel comfortable with brody um taking on that responsibility on that side of your business uh I sh- i'm sure like a lot of the stress on your shoulders is just going to be relieved because like you know like it's always stressful that first week because you want to make sure like your painters are going to do good you know like job sites are going to be clean projects are going to get completed on time your painters are actually going to show up like there's so much stress uh brody's going to actually be able to run a job site properly but like once you kind of see that start to like materialize and like actually start to to work and and happen that's just that's going to be huge stress reliever for me at least for sure 100 percent, yeah like seeing once things get in motion and and things are happening it's definitely you know it's uh i always say it just makes more sense once you start to see it happen um, so yeah, that's, that's a hundred percent going to happen. Like once, once everything gears up and we're in full swing, it's definitely, uh, you know, it's, it's just going to make more sense. Right. Yeah. It's not going to be this like imaginary, like intangible goal that you have. It's just going to, it's going to be like, you know, you're actually doing it now. So. Yeah. It's like Mon- Well for us, because we're going to be running what, like 
four crews roughly yeah four or five four. so like yeah. every day most likely about like four to five k is going to be getting done that's kind of scary too because like your work's going to fly um very quickly so once that kind of starts happening though but like you start to get more referrals you know you're on job sites people are seeing you in the neighborhoods you're getting more natural leads like that's taking the stress off of having to like go and get every single lead yourself yeah. which is like a huge stress reliever like when in the summer especially like in east of the rockies um i feel like a lot of uh natural like leads come through once we actually start producing work like i was talking to jordan the other day and he was telling me about a couple of his owners who are getting like lots of web leads and stuff right now and like office leads money letter leads all this good stuff and for me like and and, and you as well like we're actually having to source like every lead that we get like we're not having for me like i maybe yeah, the vast majority of them for sure. maybe get like two office leads a week the other 20 leads that i bring in are like sourced it's yeah. not like they're coming to me. So when, when we start the summer and we start to actually get some of those like other leads flow in, it just like makes things easier. Yeah. Yeah, it does. A hundred percent. It's, it's like I said, you know, like it's just uh, even as a vet, when we've done it for two or three years and we know what's coming, it's still like, you know, I wish it could come faster, you know, <laughs> like impatience. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to be patient with things, but that's the key, I guess, like just having patience and, uh, and realizing that like just the consistency is going to pay off, you know, uh, whether it's through your recruiting or through like, okay, so I've had four kind of unlucky no's recently from people I've hired or offered jobs to, but like, I know that's not going to keep happening, you know, like something's going to give here pretty soon. So just staying consistent and doing lots of interviews, that's all I can do. Well, I think too, like I, f- I feel like in the hiring spree, there's kind of like good and bad portions so i think between january to february you find a lot of people who are like on the ball and that's where you find a lot of your really good recruits and then like february is a little slow because like finals midterms projects and i think like late february to like mid-march is like usually like a good time as well and then like finals kind of hit and final projects and then people don't start looking for jobs again until like mid-april when they're finishing their degree yeah because like now it's crunch time for them to find a job so I feel like as as we approach the end of April, a lot of applications are going to be coming through and you're going to be able to like really pick fantastic people for your team. For me too, like I'm excited to like be able to overhire and pick the people I want to be on my crew um, and then like obviously like help out other uh, franchise owners like with extras and stuff like if they need painters that they can't find. Because um, like, yeah, like everyone in, in your city or like town, like they're all trying to like help you obviously succeed so it's exciting to kind of get into this time where like a lot more like great people are going to be coming through because they're finishing school yeah a hundred percent like i said it <laughs> it doesn't matter though like i mean you're, you're we're, we're vets we know how all this works but yeah the, the lack of patience is definitely there and you know it can't come fast enough for sure but uh yeah yeah so i know like you asked me like if fear pushed me in my first couple summers, I wanted to ask the same question to you. Like, do you feel like that was something that pushed you in, or like, did you feel like it was ever an obstacle for you? No, I don't think it's ever been an obstacle. Like I definitely think it's been, it's the reason I wake up, you know? Um, like I, especially in the summer on those days where you wake up and you just are like, fuck this. I don't want to do it. Like you got to have that, that thing in you, that voice that, you know, tells you you have to keep going um 
so yeah, it's it's definitely I mean, my my whole life. It's been kind of uh, the, the 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 factor that I use, and I think some of it is like I I will tell myself things. Um, you know, it's like like that. You know, my family's gonna be disappointed or whatever if I don't do this, and so I'll kind of make things up, or, or you know, my coaches or my my teammates or. Um, you know, now it's like my painters or, or, uh, my, my girlfriend or my clients, like my district manager. I definitely, I think that's like my main thing is like a fear of letting other people down. Well, it's funny too. Like I actually like very similarly have the same thing. A lot of the time, like if I have a bad week, like I'll talk to Celeste and I'll say like, oh, like I fucking suck at this. And she's like, look at like where you are. You don't suck at it. She's like, stop talking to yourself that way. Like you're just putting yourself in like a really negative light. She's like, just remember about like those last four weeks that you just had where you just like did great and like clients were happy and like, I'm just very hard on myself. I think that's probably what you are too. Like it's just, it comes from a competitive background, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think another unhealthy thing for me is like, I don't, uh, I don't talk about enough about it enough. Um, Like I probably have like. I'm definitely trying to get better at this, but I probably have like one heart to heart every like five months with my girlfriend, like, (laughs) like legitimate, like this is how I'm feeling kind of thing. Um, definitely like working on that (laughs) because it definitely feels good to talk about it and, you know, real, like have someone else like a, that's just completely uninvolved to be able to kind of show you that you're talking nonsense, that kind of thing. But Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, it's hard to see outside of yourself sometimes, right? Like uh, your significant other or like a friend, like they look at you and they're like, wow, like look how successful and like how well he's doing. But then like for you, all you see is like last week I didn't book those two quotes and like this person was upset and this painter didn't get paid as much as I wanted them to. But like sometimes it's really hard to step back and look at all the positives that are happening like outside of that. Well, it's, it's, it's insane because like, in the last four weeks I've booked like just shy of $70,000 like the best four weeks I've ever had (laughs) yeah yeah I'm actually performing at a higher level than I ever have been before but because this week isn't looking so hot that's like all I can think about it just gets thrown away yeah it's it's very hard like this is this is what we talked about on the podcast a couple weeks ago right like when I said my week was like looking really shitty and you're like well you just had like a 10k and a 27k week like what are you talking about like yeah. who cares if you just booked four grand this week and but like I let that like poor week like really get to my head and like after we talked about that like I listened back to the podcast and like realized how silly I was being yeah and then like honestly like I took the night off I watched like five hours of Netflix it was definitely not like a good night for for product productivity but it like helped me reset and like got my mind like fresh and then the next day like I went out and um I think my team got like seven leads that day and I also set up like five quotes for the next week. So like the next day it was just like, boom, like right back into it. So yeah, sometimes you just need someone to talk to or like to show you that like, like all the other things that are happening that are positive outside of like this one insignificant factor that's like really ruining your whole week. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of a funny thing, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, I, I definitely say, on the one hand, it's uh, it, it can be a little unhealthy, but on the other hand, it's like one of the reasons why I think, you know, I, I can see the results that I do is because like, I guess it's the not being satisfied. Like, I think that's what it comes down to. Like, I don't, I don't really, you know, like even last year I had a pretty good year. Like I, I really wasn't 
happy with my year overall last year, you know, um, feel like I failed in a lot of different ways and, you know, I, maybe like, I, I don't know, it's going to be what the result's going to be this year, but I have a feeling it's going to be similar, you know, where like at the end of the year, you can just, it's obviously easy to look at in hindsight, but you just see all the things that you did wrong and, uh, you know, but that's part of the learning, right? So well, that's just like an, and a mindset of like always wanting to improve. And that's like, a, it's like, it could be good. It could be bad, but I think it's like a, a great mindset for continuing to like want to learn and grow. Yeah. Whether you're in like a business owner or like in your personal life or, or whatever that may be. I think that's definitely like, I would say that's a type of fear that's like pushing you in like a really positive way, but sometimes it can be like looked at super negatively. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think, I think it's, uh, it's just about what works for you. You know, some people require, uh, I mean, there's like a whole psychological thing, like positive reinforcement or some people require negative reinforcement. Like some people require positive, you know, something else. There's another word, but <laughs> there's like four different things, but yeah, it's just like different people operate differently. So yeah, I think, uh, I, for me it works and I don't think it's like super unhealthy. I think there's times it could be better, but like, I don't think it doesn't like affect my, like, you know, mood very often, I guess you could say. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's just about taking that away and like really helping it again, like really like looking back on like the why and like kind of like just reinstilling um, the purpose for like what you're doing and like using that to just push yourself forward for sure. Yeah. So awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening this week. Um, We hope you obviously use fear as something that's going to push you. Um, And, you know, if it's something that's really getting in your way, talk to people around you. They're going to help like really clarify things for you and help you be positive and show you kind of like why it's important and how it's going to actually benefit you going into the future. So have a great rest of your week and uh, we'll talk to you later. Hey listeners, thank you for tuning in this week. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to click the subscribe button and give us a follow at The Edge Pod on Instagram. We hope you have an amazing week, push for your goals, and remember, stay off your ass.